Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, beloved. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to the Practice Spirit Podcast, powered by Peace Ministry. I am Fahim, my co-host, joining in um, very soon. But we took last week off, and we're back with another episode. Um, this time we want to talk about redemption and what it really means to be redeemed. That's um, one of the topics that I that, that came to me. Um, and, you know, Rob is definitely going to chime in and give his perspective as well. But um, the first scripture that I was thinking about, probably one of the first scriptures that I memorized upon um Getting saved, it's possible that I may have memorized it prior to getting saved because I did go to a Christian school, and in the Bible class, we were required to memorize scriptures each week. But at any rate, it's one that stands out to me to this day, and that's um, Galatians 2.20. And um, scripture, it reads, um, and, and forgive me if I paraphrase, I'm actually en route right now. That's um, Typically, I do this, I do this show. Um, on the interface, if there's something about driving and teaching, it's just um, we, become, we become kind of creatures of habit, but that's where I get a lot of my inspiration, and it's just a good still time to be on my own. But at any rate, um, Galatians 2.20, this is where Paul says, I'm crucified, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, Christ lives within me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in God who loved me and gave himself for me. Um, he goes on further in 21 to say, um, I do not frustrate the grace of God for righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. And um, looking at looking at that particular scripture, Paul is um, really just saying, you know, when he says I'm crucified with, with Christ, he's talking about his former self and the life that he's living is redeemed like he's uh, striving for, he even talks about pressing for the mark in Philippians. He's in the, at this point he's striving for a, a higher level of being. He's striving for a Christ centered consciousness as opposed to the human side, what what Paul would you know, what Paul would attribute to himself. And what's so unique about that is we're we're fighting a battle on a daily basis. This is why Paul also said that he dies daily. Um, we reference Paul a lot, myself as well as um, my ministry partner, Minister Rob Hill, because um, you know his writing. I think um, I think Minister Hill he, he he likes the way the the knowledge is weaved in together and so interconnected, um, dealing with the culture and the times and things of that nature. I really appreciate the writing style and speaking style of Paul. Um, I I like the way he presents an argument, and also you know he just you know as they say making plain. He really he really lays things out. He goes into this into depth, but he lays things out in a way that really applies to our practical living on a day to day basis even today. Now the whole canon of scripture applies to us. But what I'm saying is we can go for a new believer, and a new believer can go to Romans and, you know, start getting an understanding of how this thing works as far as working out this salvation and becoming, you know, we're, we're, we're steadily being saved. Once we're saved, 
it's a it's a constant, you know, it's a constant thing. So I do have my co my co on brother Rob, you good? I um just wanted to um pick up where um I was speaking on Galatians two twenty twenty one and also some of the things that you and I both like about Paul. But um is everything good with you so far today? Everything is good. This is a little busy day, but everything is good. Uh, how you doing? I know you've been under the weather a little bit. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling feeling a lot better. Um, sure, yeah, I, I sound sound good. Um, my my, my voice falling there, so I'm feeling a lot better. I, I thank God for His grace. Um, you know, but um, yeah. So what what I was saying, I was talking about. You know, I went to Galatians two twenty and twenty one, and I won't um, go through the scripture again, but. Of course, this is where Paul's talking about he's crucified with Christ. And, uh, right. you know, we we're, we're having a talk based on redemption. And I was thinking that I I think that we kind of, I don't hear it discussed too much about the personage of Jesus Christ and the purpose of us being saved. I don't hear that. There was a time in the early 2000s, and I'm sure there are other eras where this happened, but I recall in the early 2000s, there would be a lot of spirited and heated debates um, in terms of um, Muslims, Christians, Jews, and, you know, what the belief is. But I think now everything is just, um, because everything is so accepted and we try to be universal, yeah. I think sometimes we yeah. lose sight of kind of drawing a line in the sand. And that's not to say you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right. But from what we believe, we can't encompass the other tenets of faith from other religions. We can't encompass that because they leave out the key factor, and that's Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ, um, yeah. the purpose of that, that that redemption. So, you know, I kind of put a pin in it there. Um, it, it kind of, you know, what are, you, what are your thoughts on what I sent you with redemption or um, even that assertion, that, that argument that I'm, I'm putting forth that I want to unpack? What, what do you think about that? Well, I think, uh, thanks for uh, us being on again. Uh, for me, Brother uh, uh, Tahim, is, is just as what you said. I mean, we know redemption is, but there is the guideline. That That is the separation point uh, from, when we'll say, Christianity, uh, from a lot of religions, uh, the, the fact of the redemption process and who is the true redeemer. And that's where I think the line draws, as you said, the line draws from one religion to another religion because the one, our validation is through the redemptive blood of Christ, as we know, uh, meaning redemption, meaning uh, to be brought back, you know, to be brought back with the ransom paid. And it's with the ransom being paid, it's to bring us back to a certain place or state from which we were. And I think in that, just as you said, just to comment briefly, in that I believe that that is where the line comes from, where where us as Christians we can't, uh, uh, when it comes to mingling and mixing as as far as certain beliefs according to our faith, then that is where most of the time the line is cut because the one whom we trust in, the one whom we believe is the redeemer and has uh, has a uh, redemption of that his power his his power and his divinity is diminished in that way as it relates to other religions you know they they don't believe that Jesus has that 
power to do that because the, the greatest argument where if he's a man, if your Bible say that for all in the flesh, all in the flesh have sin and he's in the flesh, then how can he have the redemptive power to redeem you? Uh, and then they will even go so far to say that Jesus was a sinner. If he's in the flesh, according to your own word, if he's in the flesh, then he was sin, sin. And so that's where the separation from us and, and all other religions, let's just be real. Christianity is the only one that holds the religion and holds the faith of that religion to the degree that we do know that Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. And so because of that, if we don't hold that first file, that first principle that he is who he said he is, then everything else, if you don't believe that, then everything else that you believe about Christ is going to be tainted because you don't even believe the first principle that he is the redeemer. He is God in the flesh. So I take my ground right. there. Right. Yeah, and that's good. And something that, as you were speaking, something I thought about, um, you know, the way other religions will um, acknowledge Christ and, you know, they'll, they'll acknowledge Jesus and fit him in some way in their, their teaching or use him as, a, as an example. Um, right. It's really a spirit. Is a spirit. Is the, is the, I say it's the spirit of the Antichrist with all of this yeah. um, inclusion. I, I hear a lot of people say, well, yeah, I definitely believe it's a God, and, you know, whatever path you take, I can't say it's the wrong path. So this this um, spirit of Antichrist is saying, really, you know, if you if you believe in God and you're striving to come towards God and you try to be a whatever a good person is, you know, that's really an oxymoron because none of us are good per se. But uh, right. if, you, if you're a good person, then you're you're gonna you know um, you, well some religions don't even talk about heaven and hell really. Um, like even in um, Judaism, it's not really. Um, there are the majority of, of the Jewish religion, they don't really speak on that. It's really about, um, you know, gaining things here on earth. It's not necessarily a, par- a, a paradise, but it's about pleasing God on earth, and that's pretty much it. But um, they're, right. they're saying that, uh, others are saying that there are many paths to get to God, and as long as you follow a path, you know, whatever feels right to you, whatever you're comfortable with, then you get to right. him. And the reason why I say that's the spirit of Antichrist is because Jesus says what? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except he comes by me. So Jesus draws right. a, a clear line on that. And, and you know, yeah. Um, yeah. I, can't, I can't see someone borrowing a little bit from what Jesus teaches and not looking at the main thing that he says. His main thing is he was here to do the will of his Father, him and his Father's one. That's that's his like you know politicians have a platform that would be Jesus mm-hmm. Jesus platform you know that's his that's mm-hmm. his platform that you know he he was here he 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 came here to save us and pre, pre, um you know present this mm-hmm. opportunity for redemption and right. um yeah it's 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 just a it's, I I won't say it's a, a slippery slope but we just as as we go along and we accept things and where um, we compromise and, you know, in, in, in society and we we call things that would be taboo and, and wrong and mm-hmm. just just mm-hmm. cut out, you know, something satanic, we call it okay or we give a pass, mm-hmm. you know, we give a mulligan to say, well, you know, it's just this or that. We make excuses, but nothing has changed about mm-hmm. redemption and our need for redemption. 
So that right. I'd like to ask you, what? Why do we need to be redeemed? Um, break that down for for me and the listeners here. Well, even as, as that, that's a good question, a great question, because we got to look at it. There's a reason why. See, a lot, a lot. Uh, uh, even when you when you hear the definitions, the people say, uh, you hear a lot of people saying to, to 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 buy us back or to bring us back. Well, that's good and that's true, but at the same time, what is the what is it to bring us back from? Redemption mm-hmm. now is to bring is a is is a ransom play to bring us back to bring us back from something that we were enslaved to. See, that's the key. There was something that we were enslaved to, which was what? Sin. We were enslaved to sin. We were slaves to sin. So when Christ did what he did, because even as you go into the book of Revelation, it talks about the scrolls, and and, and then there was a voice that went out that said, who is worthy to open the scroll?" And then right. the revelation said that then I heard a voice, the lamb, there was a lamb voice and the lamb. And, and it was, it was, it was, it was said that and he, it was said that, okay, I heard a voice and he said that I'm worthy to open up the scroll. And then the voice said, you are worthy to open up the scroll. And we know that lamb we know for a fact that the Lamb was talking about the Lamb of God being in Jesus Christ. Right. So if, right. if 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 we were never enslaved to something, then there would be no need for us to be redeemed from something. See, there cannot be no redemption without an enslaving too. And we were enslaved to sin through our father, through our father who, Adam, there was an enslavement that we were partaking in because of a circumstance that somebody didn't obey God. And because of that disobedience to God through one man, then there had to be redemption that came through one man, being in the person of Christ. And so that's what redemption is, is to bring us back, for us to be bought back from something that we were enslaved to that wasn't good for us. Now, why would we... Why would we have to be redeemed from something that was good for us? This is the key. Right. There was a bondage. There was a bondage that was, that we were enslaved to, which name is sin, because because of the disobedience of there was an act of disobedience that had taken place that caused us to be enslaved to something. And now right. this life, if Jesus didn't redeem this life, it, it's no worth living this life. If if Jesus didn't, in what He did, redeem us back from something, because if there was nothing there to redeem us back from, even though we were enslaved to something that was wicked, being sin, then what's the need of us even living and walking this life now? There would be no need for it. So what Jesus did in His redemption, He brought us back. He bought us back through His life. He gave His life as a ransom to buy us back from something, from the wicked and the evil of sin that we were enslaved to. So that's what redemption and right. being, re- and we're, we're steady being bought back every day. We're steady being redeemed. Why? Because we know even through our thoughts, there's a sin, there's sin or sins that happens in our lives every day in one way or another. So there's a continual 
redeeming that we are faced with that, that through Christ, through Christ, that he's bringing us back from on a daily basis, on a daily basis. The Bible tells us clearly that all have sinned and fallen short, all of us. It, it clearly says that no, there is no good thing that dwelleth in this flesh. So there's a redeeming, uh, uh, a type of redeeming that has to take place in us every day through what? Through repentance, through repentance, uh, through the conviction of the Holy Ghost. If, 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 we, if we didn't have to be redeemed in every day, why would we need the Holy Ghost to convict us if we didn't need to be redeemed every day? So the Holy right. Ghost is all a part of that, is a, is a major part of even us being redeemed every day. Because the conviction of the Holy Ghost lets us know when we operate outside of the will of God, whether it be in thought or in act. So that's what redeeming yeah. and the redemption is. Yeah, and, and when you look at it, you know, I'm I'm big on etymology, and I like to just break break out words. And um, right. you know, I kind of learned that from from Latin class. Is is really you you look at it as something really sim- simple. We look at re, you know, we look at re, so that means to right. you're, you're you're doing it again. You're so well, um, in yeah. the spirit. Yeah, in the spirit. Now, now, although we were we're born into sin, we un, we understand that. Even Dave, um, David said, I believe in Psalm fifty one. You know, I was um I was born in transgression and transgression and sin did my mother conceive me. So okay, we understand that we're born in sin, but this is something is a spiritual aspect. There's something that we are not only supposed to develop into, but then there's something like you talked about, Adam, something that we already were. So even though we right. didn't. We right. we're not in contact. We never saw Adam. We are ancestors, you know, um, you right. know, it's right. many, right. many generations, you know, after right. Adam. But the fact right. is when God created man, he said it's good. So at right. one, and, and I right. said, you, you know, what's a good person? I said it's an oxymoron because none of, none of us are good. We look at Paul, who's very admirable. And um, I want to spend time on the on the next show kind of talking about um, the war, our nature, the, the sin nature um, against the spirituality, the, the flesh against spirit and soul. I'm going to talk about that on the next show. Um, but we we understand that um, to be redeemed, that means at one point we were deemed. That means at one point right. God looked at it and said, okay, this is good. This is this is right. acceptable. This is, this is perfect. We don't really say right. that too much, but right. we were created to right. be perfect. Being, you know, right. um, right. The, the same right. the same thing with creation. So when we look at redemption, the purpose of us is not just is not that we got saved just so we're saved from hellfire. It's not just that, but right. it's us to be agents of redemption as well. We're to cultivate right. the kingdom of God, the body of Christ, and even that goes into, um, you know, being stewards over the earth and looking at you know wasteful right. habits and. Some of the things that we do, um, something, a lot of things that impact the environment, um, things of that nature, that's just something that we can see that even the world gets involved in that. But how much more, because there will be a, a new heaven and new earth, but how much more is it important for us to, um, you know, continue that, the act, the, the, the ministry of reconciliation? There's re again, re- reconciliation. You know, um, we're, God is restoring. You know, it, it, so we look at right. restore. A, a, a store is something that has substance. It's, it's full. It's, you know, it's plentiful. It, 
can be used as a resource. There's re again, you know what I'm saying? Right. It can be used for right. that. So when he when when he has to restore us that or or, or when a relationship a relationship, let's say you got into something with you and your cousin, and you all had a a bad argument, and it put distance between you. Well, that has to be restored. And that 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 right that reword is there. And at the heart of it is redemption, because walking in our redemption and accepting the grace that God has given us, like Paul says in Galatians 2.21, about not frustrating the grace of God, he says, because the righteousness come by the law, and Christ is dead in vain. So he was saying that not only did Christ die, but he didn't rise again, and it was no purpose for him to do what he did if we can be righteous by what we do. Redemption is not right. about what right. we do. It's about right. what was done for us, us accepting right. that right. and us striving right. to walk into that. Right. But, um, yeah, right. so, th- I mean, those are a, a few thoughts. I did I did open up yeah. the show with that. I don't want to go too far into um, looking at our dual nature because I definitely have a lot of thoughts on that as well, and I want to right. spend uh, time on the next right. show. I want to talk about that yeah. battle that we have within but um, yeah. I'll let you give some closing, some closing thoughts, and you know you can give a prayer, and we'll we'll wrap it up. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking as you, even as you were speaking about uh, when you're talking about uh, redeeming us, um, the whole process of what takes place using the words re, re, and I was thinking of the word reconciliation. You know, even as we uh, reach out to people, and and even just look at regular relationships. Some relationships have to be reconciled. Why? The, the Bible says that he's given us this ministry. And so reconciliation right. even is a form of redemption because you're what you're reaching out to do to restore something that has been broken as it relates to a relationship. And see, if you look right. at the scripture, it, the scripture, the, it's only two, it's only, uh, and I, I like when you was talking about as far as us being re- reconciled because there was a perfection that had taken place. The perfection had been violated. If you look in the Bible, right. it's only two perfect. It's only two perfect scriptures per se. Now I'm saying the word is pure, but I'm saying the first two scriptures, the first two chapters in Genesis. After the third, sin has entered into it. You see what I'm saying? So the first two we right, talked right. about, we were walking in a perfect. You understand what I'm saying? We were walking in a yeah. perfect nature through through Adam. The first two chapters. And you know, I got a question. And I got a question for Go you. Um, yeah, now just put a pen. I want you to get back to the third chapter. But I was going to ask, um, you know, when we when I was talking about this inclusion and thing and things of that nature, isn't the the root of the problem that people are deceived into thinking that they they don't need to be redeemed or they don't even recognize <laughs> that? Like when you talk about the beauty of Genesis, really, when yeah. you look at other religions. Um, people that's in inclusion or people that are agnostic. I know we talked about atheism, yeah. but an agnostic person believes that they're God, but they just don't believe in one particular God. Isn't the yeah. isn't the lie that trick that that ends that anti-Christian or anti-Christ type spirit to say that we right. really don't need to be redeemed? Is that right? Yeah, that, that will be the main. I agree. I agree totally. I agree totally that and, and people think. I give you. Let me give you a good example. If somebody go and murder somebody and just say before he's found out he died or she died, okay, the question is, if we know that there's a consequence, every deed would be judged, then 
where is this judgment going to be if he dies before he found out? Okay, the judgment. So, so we know by then, we know even through that that there's a judgment that's going to follow somebody even into the committing of crime, even though they might go on and, 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 and go on to be in the presence of the Lord, or whatever. Uh, before he's found out, but there still has to be a judgment. So my point is to the people who think that there is no God and and you don't need redemption and this and that. Uh, I, I'm thinking of a great celebrity, a uh, real rich billionaire, does good things, but but she still believes that's many ways to get to God. She get, her her ways is getting to God is by how the good that she does, but never. Recognize that she needs the, the redeeming power of Jesus Christ, not in her own ability, because she does a lot of good. You understand what I'm saying? And so I, I, exactly. I, 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 I do agree to, to those people. It's like you said, there's a deception and a, dis, a, 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 a great deception to anybody that don't, that they feel that they don't need God, the true living God. And the redemption power of Jesus Christ Because there is a nature That you have taken on That may not have not been your fault But there's a consequence still Even though it's not your fault You know there's a consequence For what, what has taken place In the garden through Adam There is a consequence And the scripture says that because of that sin The whole world is going to die Because of the one right. act of double man The whole world So we all whether you Recognize it or not I just pray now As I go into prayer I just pray um, That we all come to the knowledge That we need a redeemer And the redeemer Is here You just got to believe That you need a redeemer You know uh, I can even go with Jesus Jesus when he had a feast And he And didn't nobody want to come to the feast And he, and he said to one of his life He said Look, he said, some folks don't need a doctor. He said, because to a degree, they already feel they are right, so they don't need a doctor. He said, go out and go get the prostitutes and, and the crooks and the shysters. Bring them to the table. Tell them I'm having a party. Bring them to the table. Because they, and then there's another scripture that says that he that's forgiven them much, love much. And so the thing about it is this. All that leads to, all the stories that we see in the Bible leads to the redemption power of Christ. And if you don't believe, right. if you don't believe that you need somebody to, to, to redeem you from the thing that you've been enslaved to, it's just like you said, Tahane, there's a deception. There's a deception. It's far beyond than you just believing in a man and this and that, uh, or believing in a man who say they God and this and that. It's far beyond that. It's far beyond yeah. that. You just don't yeah. want to get to the point that you don't believe that and you see it before it's too late. Because once yeah. your body and has expired, once your tabernacle has gone, from once that temple, once the the the, the God of your soul says it's time. Then it is time. It's no going back from yeah. that. It's no going yeah. back from that. And so, yeah. uh, and as we as we close as we close out, yeah, as we close out, you know, I, I would just ask the people, and, and you know, you want to ask ask yourself or ask someone 
who doesn't, you know, subscribe to the concept of redemption or see the purpose of Christianity, um, you know, if, if we look at it, we do need to be redemption. We know ourselves. We can be honest with ourselves. We, um, as much as a lot of others, we know the truth and God knows the truth. But if not Jesus, then what? You know, if Jesus, right. him, you know, living, uh, coming here, taking on the uh, a, a human form, um, living his life, preaching, teaching, healing, doing miracles, if, if this um, person who died for our sins and returned to his godly form, that ultimate sacrifice, if it's not the ultimate sacrifice, then what? You know, what is it? that right. you believe that you can do to get you right and in right standing with God. So that's my question for right. um, listeners to reflect on. And, um, yeah, we have about um, 60 seconds. If you could go ahead and close it out in prayer, I'd appreciate it. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again just for this time of sharing. We thank you that, God, you get all the glory. We pray even for those now who don't even believe that they need a redeemer. Uh, we pray that, that you will continue to have their way. Sh- uh, God, we know that your mercy is renewed, so we thank you for mercy. We thank you that you're a God that don't condemn, you know, that you give us a chance each and every day to, to, to receive your redemption power. So we thank you, God, that we're not judging, but, God, we're trying to bring forth the ministry as you commanded us, the ministry of reconciliation, knowing that we all who breathe and walk need one to reconcile to and his name being in the person of Jesus Christ. So we thank you, Lord God, for what you're going to do. We thank you for those souls who now see things a different way, and we pray, Lord God, that they'll continue uh, to seek you, they'll continue to believe, and know, God, that you wish that none be lost, but you are a God of love, of true and pure love, without condition, and at any time, at any moment, they can ask for your redemption power. So we thank you, we bless you. We pray for the soul that's going to be saved, even from this ministry, and from all ministries all over the world. We thank you, because where you are, we know that there's freedom in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless.